Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for July 28th is 2 Kings chapter 18, beginning in verse 9 through the end of chapter 19, and then Psalms 46, 80, and 135. Well, these couple of chapters in 2 Kings are a mirror story from what we read in 2 Chronicles chapters 29 through 31, back on July 19th. And so I'm not going to do a double commentary on what we just covered a week ago. We're going to focus on the Psalms today. And Psalm 46 talks about how God is our refuge. Many of you will remember Psalm 46.10 that is so often quoted, Be still and know that I am God. Well, think about it in the context of Hezekiah and what he's going through as king of Judah, being tormented and threatened and mocked in front of his soldiers and his citizens and all of his cabinet by this evil Assyrian king. Hezekiah knew his life was at risk and the lives of all of his men and his wives and his children and all of his subjects, everybody was at risk because it would be like the little nation of Hong Kong standing against the Russian army or the United States army in these times. It was, there was just no chance apart from a miracle that little Judah was going to be able to stand against this Assyrian army. And Psalm 46 begins, God is our refuge and strength, a helper who is always found in times of trouble. Friends, we know that God is the one in control. And we know that he is our refuge and he's the place we should run in times of trouble. But it's not until we're in that time of trouble that we need to remember that God is our refuge. When things are going well, we don't feel like we need a refuge. It's when things go awry, when you're being faced with certain death, when you are losing your job, when you are being physically threatened, when things are going the wrong way, it's then that we need to know that God is our refuge. God is our refuge, and therefore we will not be afraid. Though the earth trembles and the mountains topple into the depths of the seas, though its waters roars and foam and the mountains quake with its turmoil, remember in prophetic imagery and in the Psalms, a lot of times, Mountains are important people, leaders, kings. And then the seas represent the seas of humanity. And so when mountains topple into the depths of the sea and when the earth trembles, the earth a lot of times refers to the people of God. When the people of God are trembling, when leaders are being cast into the seas of humanity, in other words, they're being removed from their positions of authority, Governments are being shaken up. 
the political arena is being thrown around and nobody knows what's going to happen. There's instability anywhere. How do how many of you know that when kings are being removed, economies crash, people lose their jobs, nothing is certain except that God is our refuge. There is a river, its streams delight the city of God, the holy dwelling place of the Most High. The river refers to the life-giving Holy Spirit that gives spiritual life and peace to the people who trust in God. God is within her, that river. She will not be toppled, that holy dwelling place. God will help her when the morning dawns. Nations rage, kingdoms topple. The earth melts when he lifts his voice. Yahweh of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come see the works of Yahweh who brings devastation on the earth. He makes wars cease throughout the earth. He shatters bows and cuts spears to pieces. He sets wagons ablaze. And in the midst of all of that, verse 10 says, Stop fighting or cease. Be still and know that I am God, exalted among the nations, exalted on the earth. Yahweh of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Psalm 80 is a prayer for restoration. You know, when we've lost everything, there's only one place to turn. We cannot come back from the depths of despair and utter loss without the blessing of God. And so we come to him with humility and with hunger. Psalm 80 begins, Listen, shepherd of Israel, who leads Joseph like a flock, you who sit enthroned beneath, between the cherubim. Restore us, God. Make your face shine on us so that we may be saved. Verse 6, you put us at odds with our neighbors. Our enemies mock us. Restore us, God of armies. So instead of depending on or coming up with a scheme, a clever plan to get back at our enemies or to build a bridge back to them, to buy them off, to bribe them, to bring them back into fellowship or to get us get them to a place where they will respect us we have to first go to god and seek him there's imagery throughout the rest of psalm 80 that talks about a vine from egypt and it's the people of god israel is often represented by a vine and even jesus continued that imagery in john chapter 15 And Psalm 80 closes, Restore us, Yahweh, God of armies, God of hosts, perhaps, your Bible says. Make your face shine on us so that we may be saved. My friends, we should be praying and asking God to shine on us. Make his face shine on us. Look to us, Father. Psalm 135 is a psalm of praise, talking about the greatness of God. And it begins, Hallelujah, which we 
said before, if you break it down in the Hebrew, it really means shine Yahweh. Shine Yahweh. Elahiyu Yahweh. Praise the name of Yahweh. Give praise, you servants of Yahweh, who stand in the house of Yahweh in the courts of the house of our God. Praise Yahweh, for Yahweh is good. Sing praise to his name, for it is delightful. For Yahweh has chosen Jacob for himself, Israel, as his treasured possession. My friends, we are called to worship God, to exalt him, to praise him, to sing to him, to shout his name. If you want more of God's blessing in your life, I charge you, praise him, worship him, adore him, make much of him, and do it without shame, and he will certainly turn his face toward you and bless you. May he bless you richly as you seek him, as you shine him, as you praise him for his glory and for your good, my friends. We'll see you tomorrow.